Welcome to the Intern Whisper Live. Coming up on today's episode, we have DJ Hijack as our guest. Reminder listeners, you can call the live, call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online through the Intern Pursuit Facebook Live. Just go ahead and jump in our chats, send us those likes and loves. And Isabella, the social plug. You are killing it tonight, Johnny. Yeah, I'm Good job. I'm catching up. You are not trying, you are <laughs> cheating. Okay, so you can find Intern Pursuit on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and, and on any of the fine podcast channels. Look, we got a little thumbs up there. Yay, somebody did that. Um, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And then you can also play our game. So, folks, we have a game, internpursuit.games. Go there. That whole website's going to have a nice over uh, overhaul, and our game will be available on Steam. And then you can go to uh, like us on Facebook and on Twitter on for our game. And then you can listen to us live on Valencia Car- College Radio, and we are doing this rogue today (laughs) we're just going to throw it out there um watch us live on facebook like some of these kind people are doing right now and the phone number if you want to call us in the studio is 407-582-2906 and you can chat with us online someone say hi let us make sure it's working yeah Our first patron of the night. Let's go ahead and jump Wait, into that. Johnny, what happened to our spotlight transition music? Uh, well, we got to get that first, right? Okay, yes, please. <laughs> Starter Studio. It's a non-profit, excuse me, organization and pioneering hub for innovators and tech-enabled entrepreneurs that empowers and provides resources for entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators to begin, grow, and flourish in Florida. Starter Studio fosters a community serving a platform for the ideas of the future. Thank you, Starter Studio, for being a patron of the Intern Whisper Live. Intern Pursuit News. So students, if you want to work with one of our great employers, we have two new employers that got added to our platform. You can sign up on internpursuit.tech. And you can also, if you're an employer, be a part of our beta or early adopter beta pilot. You can also use this code, Intern Pursuit Beta, and you will get a special price. But you have to send an email in to acknowledge that. You can go to info at internpursuit.tech for more information. And again, if you want to play our game, go to internpursuit.games to check it out. So welcome, Jack, DJ Hijack. DJ Hijack. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a pleasure A little to be round here. of applause. But before we go anywhere, you where did that, that transition track come from? Um oh, that's Elijah, one of our really? sound guys, he sends it over, he makes it custom. Okay, I need to talk to him because while it's playing, I'm I'm in another world, I'm hearing scratches and all kind of stuff. That's the best one I heard. Yeah, yeah I like it yeah, a it's lot. Pretty hot. Pretty yeah, hot. so that's Elijah Sutton. He's a student here at Valencia College. He's an intern here with us. And then we have another one. His name is Charles. Oh, my goodness. Charles. Ah, I forgot his last name. Ooh, I hate when this happens to me. Don't make me do it. Yeah, I only call people by first names. Anyway, Charles is the one that ha- he graduated from Full Sail, and he does oh, Charles Fleming. 
Fleming, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you pulling that out. So sorry, Charles, I didn't have the last name. Anyway, the walk of shame here. So <laughs> just in the fact of forgetting the name, man, that's never good. Anyway, our show is live, so we have these kind of things that will happen. But on our podcast, you get to have all of this erased, and it's a perfect show. Smooth. Yeah. Don't tell them our secrets. That's true, but that's what those guys, the sound guys do, is they make it all so that it sounds seamless, like there's no dead air or anything like that. Oh, okay. See, I need to hire one of them guys just to walk around and edit my conversations with people. Oh, my goodness. So we could all do that, right? Rewind, rewind, rewind. 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 Can we delete that last comment I made? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, um, honestly, millennials, they like to be able to text all of their conversations and write them because Ah, they truly do not want to say something that, they're going to be feeling like, oh, I got caught with my pants down, so to speak. It never works. So with me. they want to text everything because there's this place where you can take those words back. Yes. Except then they put it out there in social. And what the heck is that all about? Yeah, it's forever. It's out there forever. Yeah. You can't take it back. So maybe on text, but not on the other stuff. Anyway, our show is all about the future of work and industries, and you're in one of the best places. You guys at Fleet are in the best place because it's Fleet everything um, to be able to position people for careers that are in DJ and video and in TV, all of this great stuff. YouTube is TV. Oh, yeah. Everybody is TV right now. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what your first job was? How did it how did you get there? And then how did you get with Fleet? Okay. Well, um, originally I'm from the Bronx, New York. Uh, if anybody, I could hear that. Yeah. If New anybody, York. if anybody knows uh, New York, we we pride ourselves in being the founders of hip hop. We say if it wasn't for us, everybody still be dancing to disco right now. So. Oh well, maybe <laughs> I don't so, know. Um, back, uh, I sound, I'm dating myself. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, when hip hop began, it was it was it became a first love. Mm-hmm. Uh, music was something that you know I would wake up and that's the first thing I wanted to do, listen to it, and rap was a new expression and everything. So as I went into my teens, I became a rapper, and I know every rapper says this, but I stand by this comment. I was hot. He said he's going to give us some listen, bars, guys. Listen, we got, got bars, bars by the end today. of the show. I got more bars than Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so, so um, you know, I, I did that for a number of years. And, uh, you know, it was it got to the point where it was so many different rappers coming out, you know, so many different uh, people wanting it that it was time to change up, trying to do something different. And so I started DJing. I DJed. Uh, small gigs here and there, you know, mm-hmm. just for family and friends. But uh, when you do it for family and friends, you're doing it for free. Mm. <laughs> it, it does build experience, yes, but yeah, yes, it definitely is on the yes. on the. Yeah, everyone stops side. at your house and they want to talk to you, but usually there it's to ask you to can you bring some equipment over. Yeah. And this we're not talking about today where you just take a laptop. We're talking about crates of records, you mm-hmm. know. And the DJ is the first one in. And he's the last one to leave, and both trips are by himself. Yep. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, records, they're coming back into vogue now. Yes, yes. The little hipsters, they like records. Records are cool. Again. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that sound of vinyl. It's never going to go away. That It's that the crackling of that record. It's like, but, you know, you got to change with technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, are you prepared to do a little rap for us? I'm oh, going to put you on man. the spot. Wow. Wow. Right now? 
I don't know. Wow. I don't well, know. I, Maybe he can. I don't want, know. You want to track? What instrumental you want me to look at? What you up? got? What you got? Uh-oh. I need I need some boom back. Uh-oh. I need some do you do back. rap also, Johnny? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying you to... You gave me that look that no, I no, don't no, believe no, you. No, not, no, not like at that. all. I just know how to look up music, you know? Okay. That's it. That's yeah. it. He's a renaissance man. He has all of these abilities that then you find out, wait a minute, you can do this? It pops up. Yeah. We learned that last week. <laughs> he's got the voice, though. He's got he the, does. He's he got has radio voice, voice I, right? Yeah, exactly. I want to be I had on the radio, voice, please. If I had his voice, I would walk into McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and then a Big Mac. Put me and, on. You know, <laughs> it's like he's got the voice to make anything sound yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really you know? deep. <laughs> All right, let's see what this gives us. It's there, it's there, Check it. It's me and my crew coming through. Fleet DJ style coming ballistically correct with lyrical projectiles. I'm blowing up your crew with lyric guided missiles. Show's not over until the CEO whistles. The B-R-O-N-X is in effects. When it's time for flex, they call me Jack Boogie Blacks. Climbing like a coal, I keep the MCs fearing this. Got them breaking out like they allergic to the lyricists. The lyricists that smoke MCs like cigarettes. Women say I'm liquefied cause they get them wet. Call up your bookie, place a million dollar bet. I bet that brother tell you I'm the best bet yet. Because he knows that I'm the best MC he ever met. That's how I do a show, get the loot, then I jet. I hunt a MC down like my name was Boba Fett. Hunt him down and turn him in just to see what I can get. So implant this stuff up in your head and don't forget that I can shoot a rhyme that leaves your t-shirt wet. Ooh. And what I leave it wet with, you can bet it won't be sweat. I need to change my name from hijack to high tech. I break into his window, yo, oh, grab him by the neck. Going. And pull my landlord for no reason, forget the rent. I do what I gotta do to get my respect. I'm about to be out, so I'ma bounce like a bad check. Yay! <laughs> oh, that was amazing, yeah. Well, okay. now you can say that. DJ Hijack, best in town. Yes. Uh, Sign up. Yeah, and we bow. You know, we the bow. funny thing is, is, is my, my, my crew, they know me as a DJ. They don't even know I MC. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. They do now. They do now, oh, yeah. If they're listening exactly. to you, they Maybe do now. 20-minute yeah. sex, you got yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I'm going to presume that, like, you're going to take this episode and then go and share it out there and they're yes. going to go, what? Please. Yes. Yes. I'll he clip it for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, keep the whole show because I think they're going to like him as the guest too, not just on that one artistic ability there. Okay. So going back there, that was your first job, how you got into it. But then let's talk about, let's give a little shout out to the owner of Fleet. Well, yeah. A uh, big shout out to uh, CEO Classic. Uh, and the name fits. This guy, he's classic. Um, classic does a lot of big things. He knows a lot of big people. He's he's constantly, uh, he keeps us working. You know, he supports us. He, he pushes that brand. He's the guy that, that if you're not doing your part, you get that text from him. You kind of called into the principal's office or yeah. what have you. But at the same time, he's that dude that... Uh, you can go to and laugh with, you know, mm. he, you can joke with him. Hold you accountable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, big up the classic CEO, big up to uh, fleet management period. Fleet. Is his first name classic? 
I'm not going to divulge his name. No, that that's and, his and, like stage name. That's, 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 okay, yeah. okay. CEO because classic. See, I have a CEO classic. I get that, but I also know a guy that works in the um, recruiting industry, and his la- last name is Classic. And I went, I don't know, maybe they're related. <laughs> that would be really people. funny. And I, he has a first name, but anyway, yeah, it could be. You never know. Yeah, and he and he's the type of guy. I mean, as much as this guy does. Uh, we will have a conference or we'll, something will be going down and he'll be right in the mix and you'll never know. Like you'll think he's just a regular DJ or somebody attending because he's always off to the side, you know? Yeah. And we know who he is, you yeah. know, but everybody, but it's like he doesn't go for the fame and attention. But at the same time, you can get on because we have a, a fleet gaming association that we, yeah. we started up. And you can get online and, and challenge them to a game. And he's right there playing the games and more, uh, you know, he hasn't challenged me yet. Oh. What games do you guys yeah, play? Everything. 2K, Madden. Yeah, 2K, everything. Ooh, I'd love him to play my game too. Interim Pursuit Games. So, okay, oh. CEO <laughs> Classic, plug. play my that game. That was a plug. Yeah. Good job, Yeah, Isabella. Yeah, I'm going to slide that one right on in. Plug. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to give a quick shout out to my, my Florida team. We we are we've won state of the year two wow. years in a row. State, uh, how do you do that? What's the you, competition? You got to turn up. You got to you, your state's got to be moving. You've got to be making a uh, difference in the community, getting out and doing stuff. You've got to be you've got to be breaking tracks. Your DJs have to be they have to be working, mm-hmm. um, and that's how you get it. And you and it's not just about numbers either, mm-hmm. because we started off a couple of years ago. We were we were a few. And now we're constantly growing. That's where my position actually came from as a communications manager because we have so many new people coming in that we got to, you know, weed through them. And, mm-hmm. and it, that, it's a job in itself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it, it's a challenge. Mm. So what's interesting, just so everybody knows, is I met him. I met over here, Jack, through Darius, who also interned with me in Q4, quarter four of last year. And he came in and he was doing video like Stephen, Ayana and, and Thomas will be. One of the things that really impressed me about, I'm just going to throw out some love for uh, Darius, is that he told me, the story is that you had asked him to come and do some video work for you. I don't know where it was, what it was, but the choice was, well, I'm supposed to be doing this show. This is where I'm doing my internship or doing this. And you had told him, well, you have to do what's the right thing. So he showed up here and he turned you down. Yes. To go and do oh, his internship yes, hours. Yes. And you know what? I was very proud of him for that. Um, I, I always tell him, you know, I leave the decision up to him to make, even though I know the right one. I, right. You know, my thing is make the wrong ones now. So I, yeah. I'm, while I'm here to help you, but he made the right one. He's, he's, he, he's a phenomenal guy. Very, mm-hmm. he's very phenomenal. And he would speak high, so highly of you. Oh, I that's mean, he so would, nice. He Thank would literally you. come, this guy would come home like, oh man, Elizabella, she does. I mean, this woman, she knows business and she does things. I mean, she's on point with it. If you see her and I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I, I want to meet her. And then he told me about, he was trying to, you know, talk about doing an interview and you were yeah. interested. I was, well, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And I was really excited also about it because he started telling me more about his dad and what it is that he does. And I went, well, that it, we have a really good intersection. We have videos, we have podcasts, we have radio. We also are in that content area. We have games. I'm going, it seems like a natural fit, right? So it was all good. So that's how we got connected, 
just so you know. And it's that connection that can also work for everybody in the room and anybody that is our, our listeners also. Well, look, we have seven people that are giving us love. That's They're awesome. Moving up. Yay. Full circle, coming full circle. Yay, yay. And um, those introductions are going to be the thing that helps anybody move to that next level. So and that's just for encouragement there. So you're helping to build the state of Florida's division of fleet DJs. But fleet DJs is not just DJs and games. It was a lot of the other things that I've mentioned. Yeah. So um, are you building all of those things or building, just DJs? We're building everything. We have fleet models. We have fleet promoters. We have fleet producers. <clears throat> we have We have everything. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to give different people the resources that they need. Back in the day, I'm saying it again. Back yeah, in the, back, back in, in the day, day it was it was hard to reach out. You know, it was hard to 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 get the attention or get the resources that was needed. If you if you were doing anything, you had to go through an A and R. You had to find a label, shop it around. You had to go into the studio and pay millions of dollars to get something done. And it was tough. And it was, it, you know, chances were very slim. As DJs, it started out because the DJ, in the beginning, we were the founders of it. And then once big industry came along, we kind of got pushed to the side. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, we want the rapper, we want the group, but we don't really need the DJ. We're going to take them in and we're going to produce them that way. But without the DJ, the realization came, your stuff is not going to get played anywhere. Mm -hmm. So the DJ is very important. I, you can go and you can, you, you can with the change of technology, you can pretty much do in your bedroom what you would have to pay in a studio to do. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to go anywhere if no one hears it. Mm -hmm. So it's very important, and people see it's very important. The DJ is essential. But we didn't want to lock it into just the DJs. We wanted to uh, spread it out. So because we, we've got family, we've got friends, you see a lot of talent and what have you, and people are like, well, what do I do with it? You know, mm -hmm. Where do I go with it? And so that's why we come up with so many different divisions. And um, they're all active. They're all moving. We, we have the, the uh, Fleet Teens now, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. What is Fleet Teens? So Fleet Teens is a division of teenagers from 14 to 18 who have a talent. It doesn't matter what it is you know we we say we we say on the application or what have we say if you're a dj if you're a producer if you're an artist but you can be a flutist you can be a gymnast you can be mm -hmm. you can play two garbage cans with mm -hmm. <laughs> with you know spoons if it's something that you have a passion for we'll find a resource for you we'll mm -hmm. find a way to make it happen um and once you once they reach 18, we then give them the option to be a part of Fleet. And that brand, um, that brand, we take pride in. We take a lot of pride in that. We, um, you know, we have strict rules when it when it comes to the branding. The beauty of it is that each DJ, um, in his own business in his own entity, he can use that brand. But we're very strict on where and how it's used. You can't, we don't, you know, we, you can't be somewhere doing inappropriate things. You know, you have to make sure that you're on point. So the business opportunity, you talked about that. How do people get started with the career? Well, you address that on the teen, uh, fleet teens. And then what do you think the future of entertainment looks like? Because like you said, you guys do producing, I guess that's producing music, right? Or is yeah. it producing TV shows? Producing music, TV shows. 
Anything. Production Anything. period. Yeah. Publishing. Is that print also? Print as well. We, we wow. have bloggers. We have magazines. We have it all. We're wow. trying to corner the market. And then we have DJs. We have radio hosts, radio promotion, video games. And then I know you had models too. Yes. Like modeling. Like doing the catwalk, just so people know. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. Well, laughs> doing the catwalk. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and, we have, and, and, and we have some very beautiful models. Shout out to the fleet models. Uh, they work hard. Um, we we even have an entourage, believe it or not. Shout oh. out to Fleet Entourage. If I don't give my entourage a shout out, I will have to answer to it because they put in a lot of work. They will not lot. be at your party they, next. Exactly. And when they come, when the entourage comes in, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a bar mitzvah. It can be a ballroom dance. It's going to be live because the entourage are going to bring that energy. So any DJs um, DJing house music? We have EDM, we have we we do everything. It doesn't matter if you if you're a DJ and you do country western bars, apply for Fleet. Yeah, sign we, up. <laughs> sign I like up. the countryside. Yes. I'm, I'm maybe the only person in the room that's going to say that. But yes. well, we'll I went to a country bar like every Thursday back in Tampa, the Dallas Bull. Oh really? Did the little you, line could dancing. you do the ride the bull? I did not ride the bull. It's, you I don't know, think the they let guys bull. ride the bull. That's sexist, <laughs> I think. They didn't let guys ride the bull. Only oh, girls. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I did the line dancing. Did you? You have mm -hmm. boots? No, no boots. Mm, that would have been a nice purchase. Do you have though. a cowboy hat? Boots are expensive. Well, expensive. Why are they so expensive? They're made out of leather. Like real, I guess so. Cow leather? Peter would not like that. They no, they wouldn't. Down. But pretty sure most of our shoes that we do have are made out of some <laughs> kind of leather product. Anyway, back on track. Um, so when we're talking about the future of all of these various industries and career paths, <clears throat> what do you think it looks like 10 to 20 years from now? Because there's a lot of statistics. I can pull those up and I will switch over to those so we can talk about it. Um, but... I'm just curious, what do you think it looks like just in the music industry? Um, in the last few years alone, it's changed uh, dramatically. Um, like we were talking about earlier, um, it was, you know, at one time you had to shop your music around and you needed a whole team to do it. And, and you know, the odds were very slim. You, it, it pretty much all fell down to one person agreeing to take your stuff to the big guys. And from there, it all depended on if they decided they wanted to do it, do anything with it or not. Um, whereas now, I mean, you can actually make a whole album, and a lot of people are doing making music in their home. Right. You know, they have software now. I, there's a, there's a software out now that you don't have to know how to play an instrument or read any music. Isn't that like a keyboard that does that? Yeah, like, and it's even more than that. You don't have to really do anything. You could do it from the letters on your <laughs> yeah. computer now. And, you don't and, even have to have a synthesizer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And whole songs are being made this way. So it's it's a lot more independent. Um, it's a lot more... It, it, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's no one to really set a standard, you know, on... You know, back in the day, it had to be good. Your stuff had, you had to have talent. You had mm -hmm. to sound good. You had to have something different. Now it's, it's you know, it's a lot of cookie cutter, you know, what, what the formula is that works. Well, that's because we have what's called a phone, which is really not a phone. 
It's more yeah. than a phone. It's a it's, robot. Yeah, it yeah. is the ability to record videos, to play your own music, to take pictures, right? You can do everything with this one piece of equipment. And if that's the case, then, you know, it's it's how we live our lives. It's how we communicate with one another. So yeah. I think that that's really important because that's the technology that has changed everything from buying we were talking about earlier um buying records and then they went into cds right and dvds but now we can just download and stream live right you know and what does that all look like but some interesting stats from uh, forbes they have an article it was talking about the music industry it said last year the music in and this is an article published this year last year the music industry moved 785 million album equivalents 785 million. That's a lot of music going out there. The same number it did at its peak in 2000, and it was up from a low of 443 million in uh, 2010. Global recorded music revenue for the industry hit a high of 23.9 billion in 2000 Mm. and had nearly recovered to those levels by the beginning of last year. So everything changed with the live streaming. And so now it's all about... For me, what I think the future is, how do you protect those copyrights? How do you protect Mm -hmm. what is yours? And if you're putting music out there um, and it's yours, then what are you going to do if it's your own original stuff to be able to make sure that you claim it as yours? Well, even now, we like we use um, and I can't remember offhand, I'm going to have to answer to it because I don't, I can't remember the name, but we use something that runs algorithms that actually tracks the digital coding of mixes and so on. And it it reads your tags. So if your tag, if your show or your, uh, your song or anything like that is played or what have you, and it's registered, it's being tracked. So there is some, there, there are companies out there that that's what they specialize in doing. They track any, so you can have your song, digitally digitally encoded and wherever it's played that signal will be picked up and they will they will protect your music wow yeah there there is and that's how we know um if i do a mix and i submit it somewhere and i put my tags and i put everything in there what have you i know who's what radio stations are spinning it Mm. um um technology is um is rapidly changing the music industry. It changes every single day. Yes, it, it's incredible. Like like we were talking earlier, um, you had one time where you would go and do a party or something and you had crates of music. And if you didn't have the record with you, everybody's out of luck. Mm-hmm. Well, now, even with streaming services like Spotify, mm-hmm. even with Spotify, they have a streaming service where if I don't have the song with me, and I'm and usually if I'm doing a show, I have my hard drives with me, and there's pretty much nothing that I I don't have. Right. But if that one song does come up that I'm not familiar with, I can go online, pull it down, pull it into the laptop, play it, and no one will even know the difference. I yeah. can mix it and blend it in or what have you. Um, so it, it's constantly changing. We have really... We don't lock ourselves in, and you have DJs who, who look at the controllers and the digital turntables, and they're saying, "Oh, that's not real," you know, DJing. You got to go back to vinyl. Well, you get your cart and you carry all those crates of records mm-hmm. down. If you're gonna go back to vinyl and you're gonna say that's where we are, then make sure you make the whole trip. 
Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you have to change with technology. And it's, and, you know, if you have the right skill, if you come from uh, vinyl, you'd be able to go and to do anything on any other platform and, you know, you'll be able, you'll be good. Well, and not every song is made into vinyl. Exactly. And yeah. so when you see numbers like this, um, the millions of dollars or what have you, you have to also keep in mind that there is very little overhead now. Mm-hmm. So the money that was actually being that these companies had to actually pay out in uh, burning CDs and built, making labels for them and actually burning vinyl, it wasn't cheap. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the profit they made actually went back into doing that. Well, now it's just a matter of uploading something somewhere and, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, there's a lot of stations that are out there. We have Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You know, Mm -hmm. these are all names that most people recognize. And they're able to, again, distribute the music. Do you have a favorite one of those? Oh, yeah. We use BPM Supreme. Okay. I don't, I've never heard of that one. BPM Supreme. Shout out to the guys at BPM. That's that's like, it's a big company that they partner with Fleet. Um, We use them. um, And we can pretty much go and get remixes, we can get old, new music, whatever it is we need, we can we can get it. And we also use a uh, uh, demo, a uh, pool, uh, what is it called? Pro uh, demo. And it's a, serv- it's a service that we use and we actually, oh, promo, that's what it's called. That's it. Promo. And what we do is we subscribe to it and we actually critique and um, the music or what have you. We get all the music we need, you know, anything that comes out new before it's released, old stuff or what have you. And we actually help them to get out the numbers of what songs are played and how many times they're played and so on and so forth. So when you see like, you know, the top 40s songs of the week and this, that, and the third, that's where that comes from, from these record pools that when we open it up, it will, we can... From our logs and our history, it can tell what songs were spent. You know, I got, um, now it's not in the same, exact same area, but today I got a uh, <clears throat> an email from Google, and it said, this is how many uh, live visits have been to your uh, website, you know, and it gave me a number, how many had bounced, and, you know, we've seen that kind of stuff. The analytics? Yeah, the, definitely the analytics, and those are, like, to me, the routine stuff. But they had a new thing in there, and I went, okay, this was kind of interesting. They could, uh, they're starting to break it down more, and I've seen this in my social content, but they're also breaking it down into, obviously, gender, race, and ethnicity, the geographic area, we've seen that. Yes. But now they're even able to do, do a deeper dive and tell me things that people like that would be corresponding. And I haven't seen that come through on my Google dashboard before. I see it in my feeds. Like I play some games and I go, oh, I just signed up for this. And so now they're syncing all of those things. Like if I look at an ad and then it shows up in my my game feed when I have to watch videos to get extra points like that. But it's also showing up over there in the Google Analytics where when I click on something, it's beginning to show me what companies would be a match for me, Mm. which I thought was very, very interesting as potential collaborations and partners. And it's creepy to me also. It's very stalking-like. I was waiting for that word. Keyword, creepy. Yeah. When I'm standing in the public's grocery store and I'm buying something, and I walk towards the exit, 
and my phone asked me, how was your shopping experience at Publix? Oh, no. That was creepy. That's that, scary. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was, and, and I'm looking That's at the phone. That's because you used your card to yeah, pay for it. and now I'm looking around, looking like Well, now the GPS, somebody, too, on your phone. Yes. It, you, it knows when you're going home, when yes. you're going to work. Mm -hmm. If you go to the same place around the same time every week, it starts tracking that. Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. You can turn it off. You should turn it off. You can, but I also had read an article about how they took three different phones. One that was just on like how we normally use it. The second one, they had turned it on and then they turned it off. And the third one was they bought it, but they never turned it on. They can still tell where you are even when you buy it. They okay. just don't show you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so I went, okay, that's super, super scary. So even if you turn it off, they can still tell where you are. Yeah. 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 I think we got totally off, off track. <laughs> well, let me jump back. Let me jump back. DJ Hijack. So have you seen <clears throat> the get down on Netflix before? Yes. What I do have. you think that that was based in New York, right? Yes, I have. How realistic was that to the times? It was very realistic. Um, you got to keep in mind it was entertainment. So, you know, no, we didn't sing to each other and certain, you know, certain things they have to do to make it more dramatic. Right. But as far as the music and as far as um, just the feel, it was very, it was very on point. And the drug game kind the of ruled, yes. rule, ruling the clubs yes. and stuff. Yes. Okay. You're yes. going to have to do a take back All for right, me and give back. me an, up, <laughs> so an update because I don't know what you're talking the about. The Get Down, it's a Netflix series. I think they've okay. done like two or three seasons now. And it's based off of a group of kids that started a DJ group. And one of the main guys, like he's the mixer of the group, also sells drugs. Oh. And he's kind of like a, like a escort. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice word. Yeah. He's an escort. So he makes all, all the money he makes selling drugs and um, working with the pimp lady. He puts back into the DJ group and pays his friends who helps him DJ, does a dance move, raps, do all that stuff. It sounds like an interesting show. It's really good. It is. is it ba it's based on a true story? No, it's not based off of a true story, but based off the, the what, times, 70s and, yeah. in New York City in the DJ era. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I think that we're not going to get away from DJs as we look to the future because Never. people want to have... The relationship. They want to have yeah. the person that's I'm playing the music I'm going to Miami next them. week just to see DJs. Are you? For four days. Miami Music Week. He, yeah. He's like all kinds of inter entertaining. <laughs> you, i got to get with thing. this guy. Miami yeah. Music I'm Week. It's, it's still happening. Yeah. It's more like the house music, disco, all that stuff. But Miami, New York, Chicago, yeah. they are still... That's, pushing that, but you know where sound. a lot of a lot of good music comes from, like hip hop, overseas, mm. because they they it, they're still in the phase of the the art of it, right? You know, and a lot of artists like De La Soul and different people like that who have disappeared from here, they're very famous overseas because they they went back to the original sound and the original feel. You know, hip hop, you know. At one time, the, the most commercial act was Hammer. And everybody, you know, everybody right. disrespected Hammer for it. But now everybody wants to go commercial. Um, but there was an underground feel to, to, to hip hop, to disco, to all that stuff that the DJ actually controlled it. And um, that's where it's going back to. Uh, it's just going to be a little different, though. But it, it's going back. In what way? Well, you have a lot of people who are 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 
wanting to know they want to get back to the essence a lot of new new artists and uh, uh just the newer generation they don't want they're they're tired of 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 corporate rap right. of everything that's out there it, getting it gets back old. to the bars getting actual back lyrics to the, exactly and all that. exactly mm-hmm. so you got a lot of people actually learning to appreciate that um even even with my kids i you know i always made sure that whatever they listen to I always pull out the original sample that it came from. Right. That's my that's my, you know, forte. I like to go in the crates and pull out. I can listen to any song and I can find that sample and recreate it or show them where the original came from. That's not it's, it's not an original song. They may have changed it, but originally this is what it sounds the like. The sample game is crazy. crazy. I hope I make enough money by a few um What's it? A few libraries mm-hmm. and just sell samples. Yeah. I can probably eat off that oh, yeah. for a good minute. You you have you have uh, you have thirteen year olds that a lot of the music that you hear now out there is made by young kids, artists. just mm-hmm. artists, just sitting in their bedroom. And and so what the labels do on these big these major artists, they hear it on YouTube, they hear it on these different SoundCloud and everything, and they contact them. And they they buy it from them. Give them a little bit of money. Give them a little, yeah. Make big money off exactly. of it. Exactly. And I always tell you know I always tell people, especially the interns, I always tell them, look, whatever you're interning at, learn the business, learn it, learn it, because if you if you don't learn, you, you're not supposed to know how to do everything. No. Don't go in and try to do everything. That's the biggest mistake that myself and a lot of other people make. We we we're starting out, you want to make sure everything is done right. Well, if you're the smartest person in that division, that division is going to fail. Yeah. You, you have, to, have people smarter than exactly. you. Exactly. You have to know, you have to understand what they do, but you don't necessarily have to do it. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that can do it better than mm-hmm. you. Um, I also tell interns, whenever you, like, if I know we're going to talk about a day with fleet interns. Yeah. So if you're interning with me, expect to have fun. But at the same time, expect to work. You know, I don't, I, I don't believe in interns running for coffee. I don't believe interns coming in and just carrying equipment. That's not what it's about. Mm-mm. It's about, I, I, I tell an intern, if you're coming in as a DJ, then you need to be a DJ. All right. If people are coming to you as an intern and they're treating you like an intern, then that means you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I also work in corporate America. I, I work and I deal with interns from UCF. And I, I tell my interns all the time, how you present yourself is how you're going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. If you walk around here and you act like you don't know what's going on and you're here on a master's internship, then this is not the place for you. Mm-hmm. You need to come in here and you need to be a master at, even if you don't know, you walk away and you learn how to do it and you come back and you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with anything that we do with fleet teens. We, we give them the resources we give them, but we don't teach them or show them or, or give it to them in a way where go play with this. So part of you raise an interesting point and we, I was just talking with everybody about this on as a team here. I'm very team oriented and I love to be able, because first off, I couldn't do anything that it's being done in my companies without the people that are with me past, present and the future. 
And it's really about that team communication because we have two video people. We have Johnny sitting across from me. Sharon's over here on the right. But then there's sound engineers and then there's content people that aren't in the room. And all of these people are the ones that are making something happen. So for me, it's when you're talking with the in, an intern or anybody in a company, it's not about the I, the one person doing it. Right. It's about the we. Because none of us can get this done unless we're working together, we're communicating, we're sharing that same vision, sharing the same mission. And I think that's uh, part of the conversation. I'm pretty sure you're very team-oriented oh, yeah. also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we strongly, strongly push the teens and push uh, the team in general to work together. Mm-hmm. You got to collaborate. You got to network. You, I think that in my time in Fleet, I think the most disciplinary actions were those who did not participate. Mm. Just to be a part of it, just to say I'm a part of Fleet, doesn't work for us. You have to come out and you have to put in the work. You have to support the other uh, the other DJs, the other artists, or what have you. You have to come out to these events. You gotta. If I'm handing out book bags on on back to school day, you need to be right there with me. Uh-huh. You, you know, I understand that, and you know, everybody has a life. You, you know, sometimes you can't get away. For some people, this is a hobby. But some people, this is their bread and butter. Uh-huh. This is what they eat off of. So you got to take it, and you got to keep that in consideration, and you have to do your part. And like I said, that's pretty much the only thing that I've seen any type of DJ not fit in because they're we we stop you at the door if you're not a fit if you but if you come in and you don't do your part you know you're not part you're not participating or you're not you know fleet is not for you gotcha. working in the party promotions and all that mm-hmm. people think it's all fun and games oh. and free entry in the club <laughs> but that's only for three hours out of the night yeah. the other half of that is reposting stuff staying in group chats going to meetings during the week making sure people actually buy tickets and show up to the event it's so funny three hours is fun it's so funny that that, you say that it's not because i'll have people tell me all the time oh man you live the life you're in a party every week and you're you're I'm working, working when I'm there. You're not <laughs> I'm, there to party. You're lucky I'm not if you there get to, a yeah, drink. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's one of the things I put, you know, I always tell them, don't forget the DJ. Because there's food, there's drinks, there's everything going on, and the DJ is working. Right. You know, and, 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 and yes, I love what I do. I wouldn't want to do anything else, and, and, but it's hard work. It's a lot of work that goes into it, a lot. Well, I'm going to give another little fun statistic here, and then I know we're going to have to do one more patron announcement. Maybe that omnimodal one that you you crafted for us will work for us. I today? hope so. I sure hope OBS so too. is not transitioning to our fancy slides and all that right now, well, but we'll see. It, we'll see. Yeah. So, what was um, interesting is that the American film industry, also known as Hollywood, generates billions of dollars of revenue every year, which contributes to the market region of the growth. But the uh, most interesting thing that was out of here is that this particular industry that we have here, well, go away here, um, it's ex- estimated by 2030 to be six, I don't even know what this is, it's six, I think it's going to be millions, trillions, millions, billions, and trillions, six trillion, seven hundred nine billion, seven hundred nine point four billion dollars by 2030. Ooh. 
in the entertainment and media market. So that's streaming, that's music, that's TV, that's all of the stuff that we're all consuming through our, our uh, phones, for lack of that better word that we have, our media device. Um, so it's really going to be something that's big business. But let's take a real quick break and do, let's see if OBS likes to work with us today. All right. Okay, just do it by uh, old school style. Thank goodness. All right. We have that smooth Johnny voice. Smooth. Omnimodal, our second patron of the night. We want to thank Omnimodal. It's a smart city connecting commuters across all modes of transportation moving to the future. Omnimodal. Their website is omnimodal.io. And again, thank you, Omnimodal, for being a patron of the Intern Whisper Live. All right. So back to our show. We missed that transition, that Eli transition. I'm going to make sure that Our after cool, we finish this, we're going to do transition. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So promise that. And that's a little shout out for Eli. So back to our show. So you talked to us about what a day would look like for somebody to intern over there with you. But who are some of the people that um, influenced your thinking, that helped mentor you, shape your thinking, which oh, obviously man. trickled down throughout your whole family? Oh, man. Um my mom, my mom was like number one. I know people say all the time, um, you know, it's funny because I coached my son like from five years old to college pretty much with football mm -hmm. to high school. Um, and, you know, we were out there in the rain and everything and, and, you know, and he would walk up and whenever he'd get a medal or something like that, he would always look and thank his mom. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's hard. Yeah. So, what do you know? You know, you know, he, what do you mean? But my mom, because my mom had, um, when I was little, she, she instilled a lot of um, um, things as far as me being uh, a man, you know, and an independent man. She, she, she gave me a lot of that. Um, I influences a lot of early DJs. Mm. I, I got, I being in Fleet, one of the things that we do, and if you go to the website, you'll see we do, um, we do conference calls. We do five conference calls a week, a week. And those conference calls can be from old artists to new up and coming artists to DJs to actors. Um, and, you know, I've had the, the privilege to talk to some of the greats, just some of the greats we, we interview them spoke with Kid Capri, we've done with Nicki Minaj, we just did with, um, uh, what's the guy that did Let Me Clear My Throat? Um, um, Dougie Fresh? No, not Dougie Fresh. Um, Biz Marquis? No, DJ Cool. Cool, yeah, DJ cool. the group. Yeah, so it's, it's we, we and then we have new artists, sometimes we'll talk to an artist, we'll talk to someone who's up and coming, and, you know, that name may come across and, you know, we're like, okay, and we ask them the questions and we listen to this stuff and we're honest, we, we, critique, we critique them honestly, whether we like it, whether we don't, what you need to change, what you need to, you know, or what have you. And then a few months later, they're on the top of the charts. Mm. So it's like, I knew that guy, you know, yeah. I knew them when they were small, when they were trying to get out there and meet people, what have you. It's, 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 it's very exciting. But I, you know, I've, I've, I I grew up in the Bronx, and a lot of the people early on were people that I knew, people that 
lived in my building, you know, um, KRS-One. That was Chris from the West Side. You know, that was the guy, and he's, he's, um, he's uh, like a founder in hip hop. But that was the guy that lived on the West Side who used to throw the parties in the park and get on the microphone, mm. you know? And, and then as he started growing and everything, you know, there was one time where we would go down to the track and we would have what's called a jam where we break, they break out turntables and everybody from everywhere would come or what have you. And then this guy with a, uh, a English accent would come up and he would say his little rhyme or whatever. And his friend who looked funny would do the beatbox or what have you. I learned that's that on Dougie the get Fresh. Down. That's Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. The jam. I and learned it, that Exactly. Term. So I, and with, even with talking with my son, I tell him, he, cause he, he always, he's, he's always fascinated. Like, all these people who come up now and these comedians or what have you, and then you see them years later and they say, oh, I remember when we were doing this club and remember we were sleeping over here because we had nothing to do? And I'm like, you're in that position now. Interns, um, artists, you're in that position now because the people that you cross paths with now who are your peers, those are going to be the same people that are making decisions later on. Mm -hmm. Those are going to be the same people when you're sitting in a room and you go into a business meeting somewhere with a company, you walk in and you're like, Johnny, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Where'd you go afterwards? Blah, blah, blah. And now that person, you're making that decision with them. The same thing in music, same thing in comedy, same thing in modeling. It's, it's, it's the people that are out there and you know who, you, you, you know who the people are. We're surprised that like we're amazed that this person made it or what have you. But the people who know them, they're not because they know that person was thirsty. That person really wanted it. Right. And they got out there and they worked hard for it. They 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 were doing uh parties and walking away from a party with fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Or doing a club, you know what I'm saying, and walking away with with change or even paying to do events. Yeah, people actually pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People actually and it's pay. honestly, it's no different. Like when you start a business, it's it to me, it's like business internship because you spend two years, sometimes up to three, to be able to build the company up so that now it's going to make money. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a journey, and you're you're not in it by yourself for sure. Yeah, right. whether you're a company or you're an artist or you're an intern in school, it's always the same thing. So to answer the question, there, there were a lot of people, a lot of people that influenced me, a lot of people that my hat goes off to um, who, who, you know, they broke, they broke and broke down doors for it. You mm -hmm. know, I wouldn't even be able to do what I do if a lot of people didn't pay the price for it. You know, you had, you know, uh, artists and DJs who were you would, would hear their stuff on the radio and you're like oh man he made it big and what have you and they're still sleeping on their mother's couch they paid the price for the, a lot of the DJs that can go and charge thousands of dollars to walk up to some equipment that was set up for them and just scratch a little bit and then walk away mm -hmm. or go twist a couple of knobs throw their hands in the air and get the crowd hyped up and never did anything mm. there, there were people who paid the price for that hmm. well we're closing on the end of the show here so how can our list listeners contact you what's your website your social channels email whatever you want to share with us yeah you can find me on instagram at fleet uh, i'm sorry at dj underscore hijack um you can That's find h-i-j-a-c-k right yes okay you can find us at fleetdjs.com 
Um, there you can listen to the different shows that we have. You can also, uh, if you're if you have a talent, you can sign up, uh, apply for the fleet, and someone will get back to you. Um, you can also find us the division uh, of Florida at floridafleetdjs.com. Um, that's good information there. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead. Can we do a little transition, Johnny? Let's see. Let's see. Shout out to Eli Sutton. Eli, holler at me. Don't <laughs> worry. I'll get at me, Eli. Eli. Get at I'll connect you to him <laughs> and Charles yes, for sure. Because they are the ones that they've been paying their dues. That's right. for sure. Yeah. All right. So thanks to Valencia College. We are ruling Valencia College. Thank you, Valencia College. We're here doing our show live. And we love you, Q, our station manager. He does not know anything about this. And we have a great wow. atmosphere, knowledgeable staff at, here at the college, and this great environment. So we're going to do shout-outs. Um, it says Andrew, but this is an old one. So we're going to take Andrew out of the loop here. He's not here in the room with us. Johnny, shout-out. It better be for both of your moms. They don't have anything to do with DJs. No, they don't, but they brought you into the world and they raised you. Yes, they did. Shout out mom, Meese. I still call them mommy. Debbie and Vala. And shout out. I guess out. your dad. I, we better throw him in there, yeah, too. Yeah, he'll be up. He asked, was he going to be interviewed next? I told him he didn't have the credentials. <laughs> oh! But <laughs> he thought that was funny. Yeah. But shout out to UCF Rosen, the entertainment manager. There you go. I'm excited. Um, entertainment management is on the map. And hopefully in the next couple months, have a job. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So... DJ Hijack, what's your shout out to? Yeah, shout out to the fleet DJs as a whole. Um, we're making moves. We're doing it big. Uh, we got a conference here in uh, July, and it's going to be up in Jacksonville, Florida. So if you can make it out to that conference, uh, July 17th to the 22nd, um, go to the website, sign up. It's going to be big. Artists coming from everywhere, DJs, promoters. Uh, it's going to be huge. Shout out to uh, Florida Fleet Management. Um, just, you know, great leadership there. They're strong. They're, my, my hat goes off. Shout out to my son, Darius, for making this introduction for me. I really appreciate it. Ooh, and whoop, shout Darius. out to the interns at uh, Intern Pursuit. You guys are, are amazing. Thank amazing. you. Thank you. Yeah. Can I ask before the other shout outs, when's the next party? Oh, man, the next party is actually in this weekend in Coco, I am doing a 5K, a 5K run. Um, you mean you're running? No. Okay, no. you're just going to be I'm the just, DJ. Yeah, he's, he's scratching. I'm, yeah, I'm the guy that they <laughs> run by and I play the music for them. No, I'm not going to run. But yeah, um, it, it's with with my schedule, it's really hard because this week I can be DJing at a club. I can do a party. Um, next week I'll be uh, doing uh, Dr. Phillips' With shout out to Dr. Phillips Little League. I am the official DJ of Dr. Congratulations. Phillips Little League. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, a 5K. I even, uh, a few weeks ago, I was doing a party on a boat. A Sweet 16 party on that a boat. That sounds fun. Fancy. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. But I'll definitely shoot an email or a text at the, for the next one. All right. Mm. Sharon. Um, I want to shout out my parents for um, always pushing me to keep going. 
All right. And Sergio. Sergio, yes. I'm going to get make sure he gets thrown into <laughs> the loop. Shout out every week, uh, Isabella yeah. Pucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sergio, <laughs> he's a part of the package that comes in here with Sharon. It's, that's her husband. Um, okay. And then shout outs from Ayana and Steve. I'll speak for them to their parents or all of their loved ones that sh <laughs> share uh, support for them. So thank you to them, to everybody that's on the whole Inter Pursuit team, to all of our employers that are part of the beta and to our little growing tribe. So thanks to all of those people. And then lastly, to our listeners. We appreciate the fact that you're listening and you're following us, even when we have some snafus with Facebook. It darn Facebook. It just doesn't want to work right. But then also to you. Thank you for being here today. Thank yeah, you watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for okay, me. so let's play some more great music by Eli Sutton here. And that is custom. And I asked him to watch your shows so he could get an idea of what kind of music to play for you. Okay. Yep. All right. We're out. Thank you guys. <laughs> 